G'day, this is Tino Beth, episode number two of the Quantum Feedback Podcast. Welcome to the Quantum Feedback Podcast, where together we'll explore the bridge between science and spirituality, translate the messages of the divine, and play the infinite game to live, love, and learn life lessons. I'm your host, Tino Beth. Let's dial in to quantum feedback. Welcome to the show. Today's podcast is brought to you by Soundwise. If you have a message and wisdom to share, and as content consumption goes even more mobile, go to quantumfeedback.org forward slash Soundwise to sell your wisdom through audio courses, private podcasts, and even self-publish your own audiobook. Soundwise has made it really simple and easy for me to get started with this podcast, and it's going to do wonders for you on your podcasting journey. Go to quantumfeedback.org forward slash soundwise. Welcome back to the show. We're bridging spirituality and science in quantum feedback. But what is quantum feedback and how can it actually be used? How can it actually be understood? How can we actually conceptualize what the fuck that means? That's my job in this podcast. That's my job in this journey. My journey is to uncover that thread, pull on that thread and find the signal of truth, the signal of feedback that comes from the quantum implications of our actions, of our thoughts and feelings. So on today's show, we're at the zenith. I believe we're at the zenith. We're beginning. It's beginning again and again and again. Current date of recording is the 19th of May, 2020. So many crazy things happening in this time, like NASA scientists revealing that they may have found a parallel universe. So this is an experiment in life. And this is really like going to the leading edge of of life, of what you perceive as your life, and going to the leading edge of where you perceive your awareness of yourself and your awareness of your environment. Because the environment's shifting and changing so dynamically. We're in corona times, and there is so much information out there. It is overwhelming. It is not even funny. So I've just been on a information diet. I've had two weeks off. I actually unplugged, I disconnected, and I really spent a lot of time just dissecting myself, you know, dissecting myself and finding the joy of of what I want to be doing. Like, what do I want to be doing? If everything's shut down, if there's nothing happening, if I don't have to do anything, if there's not a care in the world, what do I want to be doing? And it really brought me back to myself. It brought me back to this work. It brought me back to the the creation of this art and and clarifying quantum feedback. Because I realize up to this point, I haven't released a course. I haven't released the actual bridging course that that teaches the framework, that teaches the actual feedback mechanism that I'm referring to. And I'm sorry. I apologize. I have not done that yet. I uh, have been a one-man band up until this point, and we're going to be expanding. We're going to be introducing new teams, new dynamics, new flow, and new new sense of productivity as we move further and further into 2020 and beyond. So what is this all about? Who are we? What are we doing? 
Where do we come from? When is the right time? Why do we exist? And how do we proceed to the next level? These are all these questions. This is like this stream of questions that I've been meditating on, that I've been allowing to just reside in the frequency of my mind. As I took this information diet and I took this time out and I really just disconnected and controlled the the amount of information that I was receiving because during this period of lockdown, there was a very real possibility for me to go down that rabbit hole of, you know, conspiracy, go down the rabbit hole of us versus them, of the polarity, and go down the rabbit hole of fear and and how do I solidify my position and really just carve that out and 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 defend it and and fight to the death and that's not my journey that's not this journey that I want to be on and and I didn't want to be distracted by all the voices that are in the in the field all the all the different narratives and all the different information today yesterday we had you know, NASA reveal that they think that they could have discovered a possible parallel universe. And, you know, like, I don't know if NASA is bridging into the fake news, into the propaganda side of things. I mean, they've always been in there already. But, you know, what what does this all mean? We're at the beginning. We're at the predictability of our world has just been so disrupted that it's almost like anything can go on the table now <laughs> and that can really like change things and disrupt things and it's if if nothing else it's really fascinating to explore that that um the, the world of possibilities the quantum field the 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 science of possibilities really that's what this is all about and so i took this this information diet i took this detox and i really just gave myself the time to just be in joy, be in my own peace and be in my own space and and not have the outside narratives of the world, uh, you know, like interrupt my flow, interrupt my um, my level of being. And, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm like, I'm, I'm enlightened as a result of doing an information diet. I feel like I've been able to carve out a, a, a level of clarity around what I want to be doing for the rest of the year and beyond, as opposed to reacting to the the changing environment and, you know, and, and really like losing losing myself during that process. So it's been it's been very valuable in that sense of just being able to, you know, claw back my own um, time and attention so that I'm not taken off my path, taken off my journey. And really that's you know, that's probably been, you know, like one of the, the, what I was really looking for is really like taking this time out to clarify what my vision is, clarify my, what my position is and, and pivot and, and really start to do the work, do the, the thing that is the most scary thing for me at this time, at this, this stepping up at this leveling up stage. <laughs> and, you know, that stage continues all the time. But, you know, the, the information detox, I, I wanted to speak to that real quick because I'm not sure if, if people are familiar with that very much. And, and for me, it was really just about limiting my social media time, like limiting it to probably less than, you know, 15 minutes of consumption per day. I wasn't going on Facebook. I don't do Twitter, really. And um, and it was just on Instagram where, where I would 
you know, post stuff and um, and and keep quantum feedback the channel, you know, going and 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 active. But other than that, I really didn't connect with you know the the mainstream media. I didn't connect with the alternative media or the fake media. <laughs> you know, I, I was really like just closing the doors of input, or you know, like closing the the, the automatic doors of input which come from. You know, I, I suppose messages from friends and and Facebook feed and Instagram feed, you know, and, and all the other social media feeds that you have, as well as your emails and stuff like that. I closed the door on those things just so that I could give myself time to like gather my own thoughts in isolation, in in the purity, in the sanctity of my own space. You know, enjoying the last bits of quarantine because. You know, as I'm recording this, there is an, a vibe in the air where people are excited to get back to life. People are excited to try to get back and salvage what was what was before. But things have so radically changed. I guess um, it's all about inventing the new world. That's, you know, that's what I was trying to do. That's what I was doing over the last two weeks during this information diet. So the information diet is really just limiting or eliminating social media, A. And um, and it's very addictive. There's a lot of dopamine that goes on in there. So eliminating that and eliminating news outlets and streams of media, I actually did listen to a couple of podcasts, which was more than I have been doing. But other than that, I chose very specific forms of media to consume. Uh, d- during times when my, my, you know, my energy levels were were lower and I was more, you know, like ready, I, my body was ripe to get inputs, to get new information, which typically for me, you know, is like probably between the hours of 8 and 10 or 8 and 12, that's when I would consume. And I would pick specific YouTube videos or YouTube playlists and, and sort of just dissect that and watch it and absorb it and really be present with that information. So uh, I guess one of the things I was listening to was a Abraham Productions playlist that they have in their channel um, on YouTube. And anyway, it's not really that relevant. But what is relevant is, is the conscious choice, is a conscious decision to take in information. And that's really this critical piece of the puzzle I want to share with you is really owning your own awareness and embodying that awareness and choosing what kind of information you want to expose yourself to and for how long. So for me, I, you know, I chose to eliminate information. I chose to eliminate, you know, 99% of the information and especially the unknown streams because we all know you can get stuck in the Facebook feed. We all know you can get stuck on the Instagram feed and that sucks you into the vortex, the vortex of those algorithms. And they're going to give you, you know, like all these different bits of media. And that's, you know, that's very informative. It's And it's, you know, very distracting too, because before you know it, you, you went onto the platform to write a message to your friend and in 45 minutes has gone by and you're, scr- you're deep in the feed. <laughs> so then you have to like, sort of like, you know, you have to go into that parallel universe and, and reverse, reverse engineer how you got there and get back to what you were doing beforehand. So this is like 
media during these times, and I, I dare say media during the whole next decade, is going to be of a nature that's designed to be very consumable and very appealing, but also very like distracting. And and let me just clarify that because media has always been that has always been the the purpose of media has been to inform and to distract you from choosing your path and consciously aligning with what you're here to do. So the benefits of the information diet are really just, it's almost like taking an extended meditation. It's almost like taking a retreat in your own home. And I saw that this this lockdown, the, um, the quarantine of COVID-19 was a perfect time to take a retreat in my own home. It was a perfect time to actually look at the journey of my whole life, look at what I'm doing, what am I actually here to create, like what is it my ambitions, what is it my goals, what is it my my highest self is guiding me into, and reevaluating the um, the possibilities of things, because in the past, as in like two months ago, three months ago, pre-corona, I would have been looking at things much differently than the, than I am today. You know, there is an air of of possibility now in the air. And that's what I want to invite you into experiencing, to playing with, and to really diving into. And that's what this this information diet is really, really will help you in, in uncovering, you know, the science of possibility or uncovering your ability to actually go for the number one thing that you're here to do. Actually, to take that, to take that inspiration, to take that gift, to take that calling that you have and to really start to start to go for it and start to trust yourself that the world is because the world is changing so rapidly all the all the chips all the you know it's like the table hasn't even been set yet for the meal for the meal of the status quo for the status quo of society the table's not been set and this time, the more that you can get clear on what you're here to do, the more you can step back and get clear, the more that you can set your own, you know, pieces on the table so that when the, the table's set and the status quo starts to, like, sink in, this new level of, of, of status quo starts to sink in, your passion, your purpose, your project, your actual mission is set up on the table. And it's and it's almost like taking an energetic look at this disruptive occurrence within the status quo and using this disruption to plant, you know, the, the, the best seeds you got. You know, it's like planting, you know, your most precious seeds that take the longest to grow or that you thought took the longest to grow. This is a, a potent time to do that I feel because that is what the um, that is what the status quo is doing. That is what the culture is doing. It is beginning fresh. It is beginning brand new in a way. Um, and and to be honest, it's all by design, <laughs> obviously. And um, if you're not on that bandwagon of of having the awareness that somebody else has had the awareness <laughs> to um 
to predict and to, you know, build a business empire around this pandemic, for example, then where would I point you to? Um, I'm, I'm not even going to. I just say, do your own research. Essentially, it's just all about asking these five questions is who and what and where and when and why and how. The five W's plus how. So the um, information diet, the benefits of the information diet have, I guess they are personally quantifiable as in, hey, I really got to enjoy myself. (laughs) Hey, you know, and, and the metrics for that are, you know, they're all sort of like subjective. These are all subjective metrics. Hey, I got to really enjoy myself. Hey, I got a guilt-free time off in my own house without having to struggle and strive and, and hustle and grind. And yes, I got to explore, you know, different possibilities. I got to, I gave myself the time and the space to explore different possibilities about my future, about my present reality and about the stories that I've been holding on to during the past. So I, I sort of dissected this whole thing and and really did like a, a bit of an audit on my on my persona, this persona of Tino Beth and quantum feedback and what does that all mean? And why am I here? What am I doing? <laughs> What's the reason for all this? And I came to this realization, to be totally honest, I, I was a little bit burnt out after the last year of of posting on Instagram for quantum feedback and and channeling so much like quality and education and material like into each post and and putting so much time and effort into it I remember like for at least 6 maybe 8 months I was posting at 11:30 at night and I was writing the material then and there in the moment I was tapping into the field and writing material and it was pretty exhausting stuff. And still today, I sometimes do that. And it takes it out of me. And I and, and really, I had to develop, I had to like organically grow and develop systems to help me to cope with being able to receive the amount of um, attention, the amount of eyeballs, being able to receive the amount of activity. And it's, that's been, a, that's been a, a learning process in and of itself is like, hey, like, I, I, I wish I went viral. And then you go viral and you, oh my God, how do I fucking deal with this? How do I handle all this activity? How do I, how do I handle the, the backlash, if you will? And so for me, taking this two weeks off was partially just to, to give myself the break that I wanted. And partially it was because I realized that you know, quantum feedback is such a, like, passion project for me. For the last year, I haven't really even monetized it. Like, I'm still having to go out and work. I'm still having to go out in other areas and produce an income to sustain my life. And it's it's only been, you know, since this lockdown, since the government was like, hey, look, we're going to bail everyone out. We're going to give everyone free money. You know, like, this is a controlled demolition sort of thing. So, you know, we've got a system in place for this. So we're going to hand out, like, <laughs> I guess it's like welfare checks to everyone. 
that lost their job, that doesn't have a job, that can't find a job because there's no jobs because we shut down the system. So anyone that's affected by quarantine, we've got a program set up for you to... And this is really like part of the inner the inner turmoil that I went through during that process was I made more money on welfare than I did, you know, 2019 when I was plugging away at quantum feedback, trying to figure out what I'm doing. And it was a sobering realization to think that there is, um, there is so much abundance out there that when, <laughs> when like a, an Uber, an overlording government organization wants to <laughs> reset the, the clock on the economy, that they're willing to pay for it and they're willing to at least delay the amount of time where it comes out of their pockets, if that makes sense. So, yes, I took the money. I took the government money and and it allowed me to have a sense of security. And, and I'm so grateful to live in Australia and I'm so grateful that, you know, I have that option. I know that in other countries that option isn't available. And if I had a job and, you know, that job wasn't like disrupted by this whole chaotic crisis, um, I would still be working that job. So super grateful to be able to um, receive a level of, uh, of abundance that is, um, you know, that is like the minimum, you know, like universal income, I suppose that's possibly the beginning of this. So I was super grateful to receive that abundance. But I was also like, a little bit conflicted, because I've always been a self-starter, I've always been someone that doesn't, I've never wanted to like resort to falling back on, on the government and leaning on on this, this support network, this welfare system. So I felt conflicted because I personally didn't want to take the money because I don't want to feel comfortable. Like I don't want to get, it's not like I don't want to feel comfortable. Mind you, I'm, I'm experiencing a new level of comfort right now where I have been for the last two weeks. It's not like I'd, I don't want to be comfortable, but I know that that comfort actually breeds complacency. And, and I, I've seen it in my life personally. I've seen it in, in people around me that, that the level of comfort that welfare brings in Australia in 2020, in the corona days, it breeds complacency. And... I guess I just never really wanted that for myself. I never really wanted to be out of control, you know, like to not be the master of my destiny. So this is me sort of like confession. This isn't, these are my confessions, really. So while we're in confessions, <laughs> let's, let's dive into that because, you know, this poison, this poison, these secrets that I've been holding and the secrets that you're holding in your life is really like I think it's 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 locked me into my own life and and it's only by like me like now speaking these words that I feel like I'm 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 giving myself the the therapeutic treatment that I need which is just exposing the secret within my own um, subconscious of, oh, I don't want the welfare but I'm taking it and now I'm feeling good and there's this contradiction and it's it's a really it's been a really interesting time because I took two weeks off to really experience this contradiction, really analyze it, and really like start to understand who I am, 
what am I doing? And and what am I going to be doing next? Like, what is what is my game plan for 2020? Because essentially, the authority, the overarching authority that is calling the shots has really made it a bit more difficult, I should say, for for us individuals to have our game plan and to follow through with that game plan for the year because so many things have been disrupted and it's hard to plan and um, and create around so much disruption. So I really just wanted to take some time out and rejig. I wanted to rejig my game plan for 2020 and, and analyze like my own subconscious, my own fears of success because that's something that has plagued me for a long time ever since I was 18 or before that when I was like extremely addicted to substances drugs and alcohol or weed and alcohol and when I crashed my car when I was 18 I did a I did a complete 180 I quit like cold turkey I went cold turkey and I really like developed a subconscious belief that if I had wealth, if I had abundance, that I would probably just drown myself in my own subconscious, in my own in in my own indulgence of these substances. So I experimented with that. And I I took I'm gonna share this metaphor with you. I, I I took a bungee cord and I strapped it to my waist. And then I went, all right, you got two weeks. Jump. Go and dive. See what it's like. See what the worst that can happen was. Like, what's the absolute worst? You're on welfare and you're addicted to weed, nicotine, alcohol, and you've got this 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 problem. What's the worst that can happen? Two weeks. You're, you got to experiment <laughs> in... Um, in downward spirals, in exploring the shadow side and exploring the, you know, the, the subconscious part of, of me. And that was this, you know, I suppose that's really the, the big picture. That's really the, the reason for going on an information diet is I don't want people, I don't want all this stuff to distract me. I already got my own problems. You know, I got my own shadows to deal with. I got my own, like, inner sludge to like wade through and scoop up and like clean it up and to check it out and find somewhere to put that and and I think more than anything just find a level of allowance like just to be okay that there's sludge you know that there is this you know I've just drained the swamp and there's sludge at the bottom of the swamp and it's like fuck (laughs) it's like no it's not nice and clean like a pool it's like a swamp it's like there's mud and grit and grime and you know there's all these bugs down there and stuff and it's like allowing that to be there and and that's just like you know i'm not full circle on this i'm not like i'm i'm not the miracle man the million dollar man or whatever it's it's sobering to come to terms with what is in this experiment that I've been on. It's sobering to realize that I've come so far and you probably don't need to do such an experiment. Um, (laughs) I probably wouldn't recommend you do it, you know, unless you have experience in 
in tethering yourself and pulling yourself back out <laughs> because you know that's um it's a test it's a te- it's a trial and a test and you know as as far as trials and tests go the ones that we create for ourselves the the ones the test where we get in our own way and we have to find this blind spot within our shadow aspects within our subconscious those are the most some of the most difficult tests that you'll ever experience because it brings up so much that is fundamental to your to your whole life journey and it brings up all all these emotions the pain the shame the guilt the happiness the sadness the tears the joy and it really takes an act of courage to to dive into that shadow realm however you choose to do that and if you do choose to do that you have to take an information diet you have to go on an information diet to do that kind of work because you cannot give yourself the time to focus on the deep unconscious psyche of your being of this life that you're on and still be consuming the crazy amounts of information that most people consume that which you know, which we call like it's not even mainstream media it's just social media so it's almost like it's almost like a retreat space it's almost like a sacred space that you carve out for yourself and you block and you focus so you're blocking out the world blocking out all these messages all these stories and you're focusing just on your own energetic space your own energetic being you're focusing on the questions of who am i and what am i doing and where did i come from and when is the right time to x and why do i exist like what is my purpose and how do i proceed next like what is the next step for me to take so for me you know during this time diving into the shadows of the unconscious and blocking and focusing blocking out the noise and focusing on you know this this signal of who i am my energetic signal i felt so much fear come up around sitting in front of the microphone around being authentic around creating a live video going live on instagram or facebook or whatever so much fear around that because i didn't know who i was i was in the middle of this work and i was like i what am i launching what am i doing like i needed to really give myself that time to map out my life to to map out the past the present and the future and i'm not you know like it's not like a map like it's charted like everything's set in stone but it's like at least i've given myself the time to come to terms with the fact that the world has changed i've changed i have a purpose i know what that purpose is and that purpose is evolving and changing as i grow and change and evolve with it and that's all being reflected in the world and what's the problem that we're solving what's the problem i solve so it's really and then and then <laughs> and then and then it's about coming back into your sense of self 
into your empowered state, into a natural flow with life, with the society that you're in, that I'm in, coming back into that flow and and heading out again and doing the next experiment, the next reinvention of who I am, of, of how I'm showing up in the world and what that looks like and leaning into that fear, you know, leaning into that fear of being here on the microphone, being here in the unknown of creating content that, like, I didn't pick up a book that said, hey, look, to create a podcast episode, you should read this and this and this and talk about these things. And that's really, like, going back to this this natural human tendency is that is to create some some art, some beauty, some to create something that is an expression of your higher being, of your soul calling, of your quantum existence, your quantum consciousness. And it's in creating that art that, you know, like we grow, we liberate ourselves and we transform our lives. And it's in creating that art that we begin the journey because we find flow in the moment. We find flow in in taking the time out to put pen and pencil, pen to paper or pencil to paper or paintbrushes or whatever it is that your medium is. You take a microphone, you plug it in, and you hit record. And it's only in finding your flow that you realize that you're on the hero's journey, that you're on the, the actual journey, that you've, that you've stepped into the unknown, that you've actually stepped beyond that comfort zone that, that you're in before and, you know, that I just very consciously experimented with, you know, I went deep into my comfort zone. It's okay. (laughs) That felt great, you know. I went deep. I took two weeks off. I went deep into my comfort zone. And it felt amazing. There's a lot of, like, gems in there. And there's a lot of, like, trauma. And this is from my past. And there's a lot of, like, shadows. And there's a lot of, like, light, too. And I spent days basking in the sun, smoking weed. And I loved it. It was amazing. And it was also, like very unfulfilling at the time because it was like I was it was just a beautiful experience to be able to disconnect and unwind the clock and really give myself presence the presence of my own space give myself my own time and attention and as a result of doing that and coming back out again I've scratched my own itch I've scratched this itch this need to explore this part of me to explore this aspect of my past and to see it for what it is with a new awareness with a new sense of purpose surrounding my mission surrounding my my journey in life and i'm so grateful to to be able to to share this <laughs> authentic testimony of vulnerability of stepping into the unknown real time and sort of, you know, becoming a case study for my own journey. Because this this getting into flow and creating art and being in the unknown 
and now being on the hero's journey and now feeling momentum and now experiencing growth and transformation and realizing that it's okay to to dive into the dark aspects to scratch your own itch if you have that as long as you put in place the whatever you need really the procedures and the support network to be able to pull yourself back out again so that you can then take the um the reset that you get from doing that you know it's kind of like the reset of the corona thing it's like everyone go to your room you've all been bad or you know let's just say (laughs) everyone go to your room and don't come outside because it's all busy here we're busy with you know reinventing stuff it's 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 just a it's a fractal version of that and you do it in yourself you do it within yourself, within yourself, like within your story, within your shadow side, within diving into the dark, because we are imperfectly perfect. And because we're perfectly imperfect, we have this, this we, we exist in a field where there are dualities within nature that oppose each other. And because they oppose each other, it creates this rich learning environment it creates this dynamic feedback effect because we've got light and we've got dark and we've got summer and we've got winter and we've got you know um you know all these different polarities to experience and to experiment within and to really allow those elements of this thing called the circle of life to help to shape and mold us, to help to heal and um, transform us. We've got this input processing and output mechanism of our own experience that is overarching above this polarity state. So really coming to terms with my own shadows, my own like inhibitions, my own subconscious is about being okay with inputting you know, the dark inputting the light, inputting all shades of gray in between and being okay and being confident in being able to process that, navigate that situation. And that's really like where this, um, you know, we're having critical thinking and we're having a, a systematic form of of taking in information, gathering that all up and understanding what that body of knowledge looks like to then be able to do something about it and to take action. That's where that system comes in. That's where it's really beneficial to have such a framework to navigate your life because that framework mimics the, the, the actual processing, the actual the function of the brain in perceiving and, and creating our reality. And it also mimics the function of the universe, which is operating on the same terms of, or the, the quantum field, should I say. It operates on the same terms of consciousness creates an input and that input is then processed in the field which is another form of consciousness which is a higher universal consciousness the one they call it and then that information after it's been processed by the field everything's updated it sends that signal back to you and it outputs that signal and you receive it as input now and you receive it on the event horizon of your life. You receive it in your daily life, you know, synchronistically. Things happen 
and you're either aware of it and you see it and you see the causal connections of that or you're not aware of it and you don't see the causal connections of it and you miss that opportunity. You miss the the message. You know, you miss the signal of your own creation. And that's um, really something that I want to take a post-it note and write that down and put it up on my board and come back to that because missing the signal of your own conscious creation is missing the feedback signal of your own conscious creation ensures that you're going to have to repeat that and ensures that you didn't get that message so you have to like you know wait for it to be repeated back to you so there's a a a level of awareness that needs to come into your everyday waking life that allows you to be scanning your environment for for clues from the field and scanning your environment for these clues from the field that reaffirm the thoughts, the feelings, and the actions that you've been engaged with. And that's really where I want to leave this podcast episode, where I want to leave this conversation, is to leave you with this this fact-finding mission of keeping a level of your awareness open so that you're constantly scanning your environment to be ready to receive the feedback of your own creations. So let me repeat that in a different way. I want to encourage you to hold a space in your awareness, whether you're shopping for milk or whether you're sitting at home scrolling through Facebook, a level of awareness to be scanning your environment for the feedback from the quantum field so that you get the message that you're, you get the confirmation that the signal was received, that it was processed, and that it was fed back to you. So that you actually experience that, the joy of being in the right time, in the right place, in the right moment, in the exact right instance, to be, to capture that exact synchronistic effect. Thanks for tuning into the quantum field and not dropping out. Thank you.